All right, everyone, and welcome back to the Business of Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Klepa, and on today's episode, we dive into this idea of, is it a good time to open a gym? The motivation for this uh, topic came from a Q&A on Instagram. I simply asked, hey, what do you guys want to hear? And one of the overwhelming questions was, should we be opening a gym right now? I dive into things like what type of language we can incorporate on leases, what's going on with real estate, and ultimately being patient. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you do, would really appreciate it. Take a screenshot right now if you're listening to this on your phone. Hit me up on social media. Leave a rating. Leave a review on the podcast. The more we know what's impacting you, the better we could create content and information to hopefully rise the ties together, which is definitely, definitely my goal of this podcast. So make sure you uh, share with a friend. Hit me up. Let me know what you like. And let's dive in an incredible episode on is it a good time to open a gym? Let's go. All right, I hope everybody is doing well. Ready to dive in this episode of Is It a Good Time to Open Up a Gym During uh, COVID, Post COVID, etc.? And what are some things that we're thinking about here at NC Fit? I put out this message on Instagram and I was asking for questions, and this was one of the topics that came up the most. And so I wanted to address it here. One of the reasons why this podcast is so important to me is that it tries to gather the sum of instead of some of, meaning what we're trying to focus on is gathering information from a variety of different people, including our own brick and mortar locations, and then sharing that with as many people as possible. So we get a wider vantage point and viewpoint, and we start recognizing what are common themes and what are some things we need to lean into and what are some things we need to avoid. If you talk to some people um, post-COVID, depending on where they're at in the country, the United States or elsewhere, they're crushing it right now. There is a newfound um, understanding of the importance of health and wellness. And you see some gyms at you know 110% of where they're at or maybe even more uh, pre-COVID. But you talk to a lot of other owners and they've opened, they've shut down, they've opened, they've shut down. Their business is at 50%, 30% of what it was pre-COVID. And that's really important to recognize because although in some areas, sometimes they're thriving, for the most part, gyms are just building back up. Speaking for us at NC Fit, our locations, they're building back up. We have one of our locations that's been closed now for coming on eight or nine months and it's opening in the next week or two, which we're really excited about. But it hasn't been all rainbows and unicorns. It has been challenging, but boy, have we learned a lot through COVID and that's what I want to dive into today. When we opened uh, NC Fit in 2008, previously it was uh, CrossFit Santa Clara was our first gym we opened. We, We opened it with a specific language in the lease. And I I do think this is an important topic to dive into to begin with, because I think moving forward post-COVID, it has changed the landscape for leases, as far as I'm concerned, for us at NC Fit forever. When we first opened our first gym, and for the next maybe, I believe, two or three locations past that, we incorporated language into each, each one of the leases that referenced this idea that if a governmental agency came in to shut us down, we reserved the right to exit with a specific penalty. And we clearly described what that was in the lease. Our second lease we signed, I I believe I personally guaranteed, if I'm not mistaken, it was about an 18-month lease. And in that, I believe the penalty was a three-month penalty. So if a governmental agency came in and shut us down, 
we would have a penalty of three months. And when it comes to COVID, boy, would that have been very, very effective for some people in a challenging situation where they couldn't reopen. Man, if they had that clause in their lease, that would have been great. But why would I have asked for that clause in the first place is the question you're probably asking yourself. And it wasn't because of COVID. It wasn't because of a virus that I thought was coming. It was because at the time when we first started off in brick and mortar, we traditionally were not zoned properly. And there's probably a lot of you listening who might not be zoned properly as well, where you identified a warehouse space you found was effective, the rent was more affordable, noise wasn't as big of an issue, and so you went into it. Well, some of those people that went into it ended up getting a letter for a stop work order from the government, and they were still on the hook for their lease. I didn't want to be in that situation. So we negotiated on the actual lease itself with specific writing. All it was was just a paragraph underneath the you know termination clause, et cetera, that clearly stated that if a governmental agency came in and shut us down, we reserve the right to exit with this penalty. Moving forward, what we've seen through COVID, and this is, is, this is more of a high-level conversation, is that the government has made it okay for them to come in and stop work at your business. I'm not here to say if that's right, wrong, or indifferent. The fact of the matter is we choose to do business in the state of California and other states. We choose to do business in the United States and other states. And if they have a mandate that we need to shut down, we need to shut down. And so moving forward, we will definitely incorporate that language in any new leases because I think that's going to be really important. When COVID did happen, we were shutting down. We looked for language that could protect us, force majeure, act of God. We looked into many different things and none of it... Um, clearly stated that we, are, we weren't still responsible for that rent. So moving forward, we'll look into that. Now, are you going to have landlords that are going to add that in? Maybe, maybe not. You might need to give something up to get that language, but that's something that we will be thinking about as we expand new locations. The real nut, meat and potatoes here though, is patience. I believe that COVID struck the fitness space harder than almost anything else ever. And in our lifetime, I hope we don't see, and we probably won't see something as challenging for the fitness space, but in that chaos is created great opportunity. I I really believe that. Every owner has had to ask themselves, how stable are we? How can we refine our product? How can we add better service? How can we diversify our service? How can we think about a hybrid model, et cetera, moving forward? And I think that's really intriguing because COVID has forced us to be innovative. As COVID continues to move on, though, it will continue to weed out many gyms. I think that we have not seen the end of this. I think that we will continue to see more attrition in the brick-and-mortar gym business, specifically in more expensive retail-style locations. When you look at these retail-style locations, they don't have the same flexibility on the rent. So instead of the rent being $0.50 cents a square foot or $1 a square foot, you're talking 3 4 $5 a square foot. And when you have those type of rents and you can't utilize outdoor spaces effectively because you're in more of a mainstream retail area, it becomes very challenging to still have this rent and be on the hook for, especially if your landlords don't work with you. And I think what you're seeing is you're going to have some gyms who COVID hit and they shut down. They're able to pivot to digital and they had some cash reserves. Then they maybe got some additional assistance from the government, but now they're at a point where when they reopen, if they don't reopen at the speed that they thought, or if they don't necessarily have the diversified revenue streams, or if they make, uh, 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 maybe they get burnt out because of what's going on. 
I think that we were going to continue to see more and more attrition there. And so the big thing that I'm thinking about for us at NC Fit is to continue to be patient. I think that there will be extreme, ample, amazing opportunities coming out of COVID, but I don't think those opportunities will be present until February, March, April timeframe. I think that what you're going to see is, is two main things. You're going to see the, the quote mom and pop warehouse style gym who potentially wasn't as um, diversified or, or didn't have as large of a business. They, they may not be able to, to continue because of cash flow and whatnot, or maybe the owner operator just is burnt. Maybe this was their side business. And because of this, they just can't do it anymore. With that will come an opportunity for someone else to come in and create a relationship with that owner and take over. Hopefully it's mutually beneficial and there will be many opportunities there. And I think that if you're in that particular case, we are looking to open up a brick and mortar location in a warehouse space. Things to think about when you're evaluating the business are primarily, you know, how's the TIs and build out of the location? What type of equipment do they have inside the location? And how favorable there is their lease? Those are things that I would think about definitely to start off. Um, as far as the membership is concerned, I mean, nothing's guaranteed right now. And so I don't know if I'd put some type of premium on the membership and the revenue there. I would really put a premium on how long is the lease? Is it competitive? What type of equipment and things of that nature, which we've talked about in the past. The other piece I think is going to come out of COVID is not these continued the brick and mortar going out of business and maybe opportunities for new people to support them who come in. That's, that's one piece. The other piece though that I think is, is potentially a giant opportunity, giant, is if we are patient, I think you're going to see tremendous opportunities in retail style locations. Historically, when we've gone around, we've looked at new buildings, we've looked at them all over the country. When you're in a downtown, more retail focused space, your rent is higher. Because of that, I think that it's going to be consumed by restaurants who are maybe able to, to stay alive because of takeout or um, outdoor seating, et cetera. And that was, quote, an essential business. But I think you're going to see a lot of businesses like furniture stores and maybe even some of the brick and mortar gyms down there, like a, a spin studio who didn't have the opportunity to go outside or potentially their, their business model doesn't work in an outdoor setting. I think you'll see some of those close up and you're going to see retail rents drop by 20, 30%. And it's going to give a really great opportunity for the brick and mortar owner who has, has weathered the storm and had a sound business, be able to get into these locations that have more visibility, et cetera, in a, in a more cost-effective way. I definitely think that's an opportunity coming out of COVID specifically in these more downtown style locations. What I also think you're going to see a big opportunity with if you are interested in opening a gym post-COVID and being patient is this idea of recognizing what your programming will look like. I think businesses like yoga right now are probably being okay. If you have to wear a mask, it's not the end of the world. You could still flow through your positions. You could be indoors. But programs that are mainly cardio-based and created an environment like a soul cycle, it's very difficult because their business was predicated off of how many people and how many square feet creating the atmosphere and having these bikes nearby each other to essentially get people in the door, get them in as many people as you can safely in a small space and create this really heightened environment, which they did a great job of. Moving out of COVID, I don't know how long it's going to take for a company like that to be able to pivot and, and, 
and give people enough space to feel more comfortable. Whereas at NC Fit or your traditional more, um, you know, functional training of strength conditioning gyms, traditionally they were built on a model where you had less people in a bigger space. And so I think that moving forward, you're going to see more people go into this style of training for two particular reasons. One is you have more space in between people. The other is um, half of our class, for example, is is mainly warm-up and strength focus, which wearing a mask for that isn't as bad. We're seeing our members have to adjust to wearing masks for workouts, at least in the Santa Clara County for California in particular. And they have adjusted to that. But I don't know how well they would adjust to that if the entire thing was cardio focus. Because we have the warm-up and the strength work and different things, we've seen some success there and we're growing back. And so I think for anyone who's interested in the gym, we we need to be patient and there is going to be opportunities that we never thought possible. Three things to consider that I'm thinking about. With the lease, can I add the language? So that if we are in this predicament or this challenging situation again, we at least have options. Maybe we stay in there, but at least we have an option to exit if needed. What kind of opportunities are there to potentially collaborate with a current brick and mortar owner who needs to exit? And maybe you could do that in an amicable way, whatever that looks like. And then for the third piece is, how do we get locations that we thought previously were unavailable to us because we couldn't afford the rent? The model broke down where you looked at how many people can you accommodate per class in a brick and mortar location. And maybe those locations at 20, 30% discount are going to now be able to, you know, allow us to be into them. And so those are some of the things that we're thinking about here at NC Fit. And I think for anybody who's interested in opening a gym, they should be considering those. But the biggest thing they should be considering is forget everything I just said. The biggest thing they should be considering is before you sign that first lease, if you're coming out of college, if you think there's an opportunity or you're interested in the fitness space because it changes lives. And I really believe that right here, right now, start dedicating yourself to learning things because as an owner, as soon as you sign that first lease, the clock starts ticking on your next rent bill. But if we could educate ourselves as much as possible through content like this, through learning from another owner, go visit different gyms, learn what you like, take it with you, learn what you don't like, leave it behind so that when you are ready to sign your lease and it is pre post COVID, okay, you're going to be in a position to, to open the doors and be in a successful, um, be as successful as possible. For those of you who are watching this on YouTube, our lights just went off. I'm at our Campbell location. And at this location in particular, we were hit hard by COVID. And we are now seeing it trend back up again. And that's exciting. That's super exciting. I think we're going to continue to see that. But I think we all just need to be patient, especially if you're looking to get into the market. You don't want, there's so many things that are outside your control when it comes to business. But one of those things that is in your control is being patient to feel most com- comfortable with that you've developed the skills you need to be successful and that COVID has gotten to a place where it's it's controlled enough that you're not going to open, close, open, close. Because the last thing you want to do is open a new business, get everybody excited, and they have to shut it down a month from them. I, w- I hope you and your families are doing well. I want to continue to rise the tides. The fitness business is the best business on the planet in this world. I love it. If done right, there's going to be ample opportunities for everybody to seek and to, to find. But if done wrong, wrong or rushed, I think that it could be detrimental.
So take your time, seek out opportunities. That's what we're doing at NC Fit. We're, we're harnessing in, we're honing in on what we're good at, our craft. Stay focused, over-service our members. And then as opportunities come up, we will address them. But we're not intentionally seeking them out today. Three to six months from now, absolutely we will be. But right now, we need to tighten up everything, over-service our members, get to a place where we feel very, very confident, and then boom, that's where we're going to be able to seek other opportunities. And there's going to be more than we could we could think. So get excited. There's a lot more to come. If you're a current owner out there and you haven't checked out the NC Fit Collective, NC Fit Partner Program, I'd highly recommend it. Visit nc.fit. If you're a coach out there, if there's anything we could do to support you, again, visit nc.fit. Hit us up on social media. Ask me more questions like this so we can continue to rise the tides and move the ball forward. Have a great day, everybody.